to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Chris is back with a brand new invention. What up? Wells is here too. Something grabbed the hold of me tightly. That was me. Sorry. Let him go. My bad. Let him go. Okay. All right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You're God, we're still doing this <laughs> two shows in a row. Wow. Wow. Hey. Uh, well, some of it is uh, stalling because Josh doesn't have the uh, the first article up to talk about. So <laughs> No, I don't. In the meantime, he's going to be like, hey, what'd you guys do? And I'm going to be like, well, let's see. It's been a whole lot of nothing. We're recording it's a podcast. Been, it's been 25 seconds since the last show. It's been, it's been. one week. It's <laughs> right there with you, man. Wells and I are uh, simpatico tonight. This is a scary thing. Oh, gee. Yeah, I'm kind of scarred. I'm a little scarred. A little scarred. A little scarred. It's terrible. All right, so uh, before we get into the story... I will tell you that I had a off-the-record conversation with somebody on Twitter about this particular dis- distro or distributor and learned a lot more than what this article even Guess. laid out. And Shock. Tried. Surprise. Are you allowed to speak? Not really. In generalities? In even? generalities, yes. Okay, so let's talk about the article first, and then you can um, supplement afterwards. So. What happened was. What happened was, um, <clears throat> how bright does the sun shine? Comma, Florida distro laws encourage growth, but brewers still worried. News at 11. Man bites dog. The human torch was denied a bank loan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. Sorry. Good know myself. Uh, So, and was like, are you sure? Nothing? You got nothing on that? Anchorman? Oh. Are you familiar with this movie called Anchorman? The Legend of Ron Burgundy? It's been a while since I've seen it, and I never with a sequel either so and i'm not talking about there was never a sequel made yeah i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> that never happened just that like there was just never, like there there was never a second predator movie now well, there's like aliens versus predator predators yes yes but there was never a predator 2 there was not a rocky 5 no, there was did, no third karate four, kid indiana jones 4 didn't happen I, nope. again no, i don't, don't like these are things about, that yeah. i hear about but i'm not i don't believe it tomb actually Raider 2 never happened tomb raider yeah what? never never made as a movie who <laughs> what uh so in 2012 <laughs> There is a welcome to show two where we derail 30 seconds into the show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in 2012, there was a distribution company out of Florida called Brown's Distribution that won basically at that point in 2012, a Great America Beer Festival, the Craft Beer Distributor of the Year Award, which is kind of a big deal. Damn straight. I mean, not something you just can kind of half ass win. Uh, you have to be a pretty big deal in your state. And basically, I don't know if you've were, heard, but I'm kind of a big deal. They Best basically were recognized because they were helping promote craft beer. And think back to 2012. That was it was a hot minute. It was a hot minute ago. Man, we started 2013, right? Yep. Man, before us. Wow. This is this award's older than we are. Right. Wow. And I feel wow. old. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to keep it going, baby. <laughs> Uh, find something worse. <laughs> but when you think about, even think back to 2012, so I know I was just getting into craft beer at that point. Like, I had Boulevard most of my life, but I didn't really know what craft beer was. I just knew, hey, I like this Boulevard place. It's, it makes a good beer. Uh, it's better than drinking Rolling Rock or my other go-to at that point, which was Miller. Mm. So, yes. That, that was kind of my introduction. And then I moved here, actually, in 2012. And so... <clears throat> That's when, what was it, Four Friends was... Yeah, Four Friends was still here. Yeah, Four Friends was still around. Old Mech had just started, like, or maybe it was the year after that. I mean, Old Old Mech Mech started in 09. Okay, all right. Well, they'd been open for a while then. Um, So Old Mech was kind of my first introduction to to craft beer here. So anyways, I'm just kind of setting the picture of 2012 was a while ago. Uh, In case math is hard, 2012 was a while ago. Shut up. Good job. (laughs) God, I want to punch you so hard right now. So, at any rate, they won an award. They were the best back in the day. Yes. So, in other words, they carried 64 craft breweries at the time and getting a 76% boost in volume sales from 2011 to 2012. That's not small. I'd be willing to bet that those 64 craft breweries, there were probably no more than four beers per craft brewery that they were carrying. Yeah. So, since then, Things have just gotten kind of out of hand. They have now sold or transferred 44 of those breweries to other wholesalers, so they sold them off to other places. They have lost or lust more than 80 employees. They lust them? They lust 80 employees. Oh, good beer hunting. 
Yeah, I know. I, that one was... Bad spelling. Yeah. But in other words, so they took a big dip in a four-year span. You go from being the top craft beer distributor in a state. And granted, Florida wasn't big in craft beer at that point. But still, they were something. Yeah, right. I mean, they had Cigar City. Um, Funky Buddha was just starting up. So it wasn't the wasteland, you know, that we all thought it was. Because obviously we didn't. Well, when did you move here, Chris? 2010, I believe. Okay. So when you, before you had moved and you were in the Saxonville area, right? That's where you were. Oh, 2007. Actually, 2007, I moved here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So was craft beer even a thing there at all when you moved here? Um, uh, they they had the uh the brew pub chains part of the Gordon okay. Beer thing like that, but there was no like real craft breweries. Okay, in, I was just curious around at the time. No, yeah, but so they uh so they had sixty four brands or whatever, but it didn't have to be Florida brands. It could have been national brands, things right, like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it could have been anybody. But they've since then sold off all of those, but. They just kind of like fell off the fucking deep end, it seems like. Uh, and especially in a state like Florida, where, as we just discussed, craft beer wasn't really a thing. And then it be kind, it kind of, this was right at the point where the boom was starting to happen. When you think about it. 2012, 2013, the boom was really starting to happen. Yeah. It was really getting into, yeah, really get, catching that last gear there. Really doing well. Exactly. And I mean, it, not like it's completely died. It's not like there's a bubble, right? Last show. Right. But, um, and you know, another thing too, to point out in Florida, you can sell stuff from your tap room, but you can't self distro. So you had to go through a distributor if you started to offer packages. And I remember growlers being a big thing of contention in like Florida and Georgia and somewhere else too. Yeah. Florida had that weird, like you could get giant kid sized fucking growlers. 128 ounce. Yeah. 128 ounce. But you couldn't get a 64. Right. Yeah. Because that encourages exactly that encourages yeah. bad drinking habits as opposed to that giant gallon of beer that to drink once you two open hours. it you gotta finish it <laughs> yeah. yeah fucking laws man you gotta love dude although love I mean laws, like yeah. some of those I mean hell some places around here it's like crowler I guess I, I guess I'll take two crowlers and then drink them both yeah cause you I'm know okay. I'm okay with that alright so here's another thing to point out too cause so I got people coming over That's all this decline and everything they have now or the brewers associated Brewers Association has now said there are 243 breweries in the state of Florida. Damn. So how you could fall this far that quickly in the boom that we're in is mind-boggling. That's some straight-up like Scarface. Like You're just like laying your face in a big pile of cocaine kind of stuff. Right. I mean, like you have to try to screw this up. Don't you, you move gotta, till you're yeah, numb. You gotta. This is. I mean, this is strictly have to. It has to be management. I mean, without knowing what's going on, it's got to be management of the company. It's got to be. And meanwhile, it's got to really be bad for the breweries. There's no way this is working in their favor. As the, you know, no. Tim Kent's of the world were like, oh, distributors, we're always here to do good for the the breweries. I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, wow, yeah, just wow. you know, like I said, I I had a really good conversation. I cannot get into specifics about the conversation that I had, but it was... Josh knows one person. It was a huge, huge, huge issue of mismanagement from the company, number one. Number two, and something I did not know, and you can easily find this on the internet if you search hard enough. Uh, not hard enough to put it in the show notes, of course, but I mean, you yeah, know, just as a general statement. Right. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this distro company actually had a hand in Funky Buddha. They helped start it. Interesting. Yeah. Was it publicized necessarily? But it was kind of widely known within the circles in Florida that they had a hand in that. And that is part of the reason with their decline, because they were focusing more on trying to get capital there than maybe necessarily. They were too busy trying to get Funky Buddha everywhere. Yep. Because now it is. I mean, like, you know, like I... I was because it's Constellation, though. Yeah, I was in a big box store, and sure enough, there's... uh, uh, bear, barrel aged breakfast. What was their breakfast? Uh, maple bacon, bacon, yeah, maple bacon porter, coffee maybe? porter, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I was just like, I remember when that was like a thing, oh, like yeah. that was a huge get, yeah. And now it's just I like, I remember when Mark swung his dick on the oh, table, I know. It was like, I know. look at me. And now there's like, <laughs> there's like, you know, a case of them sitting on a shelf, you know, somewhere, and it's like, man, how far they fall and how fast, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But well, to Chris's point, it's a shitty beer because we can get it now. So, you know, yeah. that's the whole thing. Well, and that's like it is. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Obviously, we're going to link this. It's a good beer hunting article, so it's fucking a paragraph and a half. But uh, no. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Sarcasm. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Lengthy read. Yeah. it's It's a big read. And it's very interesting to see kind of what actually happened to them. But a big part of this was, like I said, just general mismanagement. Um, a lot of inside shit that we all know that goes on in all of these states, but was confirmed to me that some of the same shit we complain about here is happening there with this distro company and all kinds of fun stuff. Is this that brewery that he was excited that about? Sure yes. Is. Okay. Are you gotcha. dancing a jig over there? No, I just took a sip. Okay. All right. I just shake it off. All right. So it's so again disappointing that you could fall that far that, that fast. That you could fall that far that fast, especially in an industry where in the boom during the boom, I mean, you could probably just set everything on autopilot. You really have to try to screw up. Yeah. In the last four to five years as a distributor. Yeah. You have to want to fail. Yeah, almost. Like, yeah, you're just face down on that cocaine until you're numb. Well, especially when the laws in that state are written so pro distributor. You know, people are just giving it to you. You don't have to work that hard. You just have to sell some beer and franchise yeah. laws are written in your favor. I mean, this is one of those states where, like, say, I own a brewery in Gainesville, Florida or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to sell beer in my tap room. I have to sell that keg of beer to a distributor. No, you who can I buy sell you can from. sell beer in your tap room, but but the second it leaves your door, every drop of that has to go through a distributor. Yes. No, I thought you said that you couldn't self distribute at all, and that your well, tap room had pack- to go through a distributor. Packaging you cannot self distro. Okay, but so that means you can't you can sell in your own tap room in Florida, though. Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay, yes. cool. All right. Yeah, uh, it must be a different state we talked about before where they were just filling out paperwork and like. Oh, there's a few states like that. Well, they tried to do that in North Carolina, and Sierra Nevada was like, "Uh, did we mention we wanted to set up a brewery here? So that... that, Lol, nope. Yeah, Fix fix whatever it is that's broken, or we're not coming here. Even Sierra Nevada's like, wow. Enough enough of my ignorance. What's on next? Uh, We haven't haven't made fun of millennials in a while. Oh, yeah. Where's Mark at, by the way? I resemble that remark. Hey, have you guys ever heard of this Two Hats beer? No. Wait, well, I swear we Miller talked about it on the show before. I think we did. There's one a beer called Two Hats. I've forgotten this beer. My Much Miller. like Miller Coors. One for the plug and one for the load? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Somebody, that must be no, a millennial. No, somebody listening to that is going to understand I, 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 the reference. Yeah, I gotcha. So, spoiler alert. Uh, so, so Miller Coors brewed a beer targeted for millennials, and I think they even... <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this I'm, is a great. This is a great line here. You might counter. Oh yeah, it must be super hard to get twenty-one and twenty-four year olds to drink beer. But actually, the yeah, a new beer data shows they prefer wine the, and spirits. The tough to reach twenty-one to twenty-four year olds. Yeah, they're not tough to reach, man. I mean, they want an authentic experience. Yeah, but they want wine or spirits. So but who they wants had, a freaking light beer with pineapple or lime? Fuck. So oh, I, I, I do, bruh. So Miller I'm them calories, bro. is shut down after six months. They're no longer making this beer. They're discontinuing this beer targeted to millennials. So number one, millennials don't like to be called millennials because everybody kind of makes fun of them. Oh, no. We can't make fun of them, though. No. It's going to hurt my millennial feelings. Yeah. So what's funny is uh, also on this, so they, Miller quits doing this. I just saw a billboard like last week for Bud, Bud Light Orange and Bud Light Lime. So it's like this, basically the same thing as whatever this is. And is that the one? Because I think I might have yeah. seen the same one where it yeah. says like, the beer, the beer. This is the beer. If you like juice or something, yeah, like yeah, if you exactly. Like juice, oh, you like yeah. Juicy. yeah, I heard about that. And I'm like, juicy or something like what? that. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's like if you like juice, you'll like this beer or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> Did they yeah. put on their art cans explode on contact? No. They're bottles, <laughs> like clear I, bottle. They're clear bottles too. Oh, yeah. oh clear God. Bottles, yeah. No, no, these were cans. I think. Oh, these are clear bottles. Yeah, these are oh, clear gosh. bottles. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, uh, long, well, <coughs> long so, live. This whole story, like, I would not at all been surprised if you had told me this was an AB product. Right. Because they will bring something to market and can it like that. Yep. Like nobody else. I've never seen Miller yeah, bail. What was that? There was one. It was supposed to be like a Bud IPA. This was a while ago. Uh, I don't even remember what the hell it was called. But Goose it was, Island? No, it was before that, that time. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was barely on the shelves for like a month or two, and it was gone. Yeah. You want to target millennials, make a uh, avocado toast beer. Am I, am <laughs> I right? Am I, am I, am I with real avocados, toast, and... Uh, real all-grain, seven-grain toast. And it's vegan. 
paleo. <laughs> CrossFit friendly. I don't know. I kind of want an avocado toast beer. I wonder yeah. how that would taste. I, I'm, like I'm regret? I mean, like, <laughs> like, regret. like sadness. Well, I mean, you have the grains already. You just need some avocado. I mean, as long as they like charge no twenty dollars for a twelve ounce pour of it, we're good. <laughs> Release next Saturday. It'll be from six a.m. It's it's a prairie beer. It's already coming. It's already coming. Uh, <clears throat> so we talked last show about the bubble is is bust, bursting, busting, and things are going away. But on the flip side of that, it is actually getting a little bit harder now to get a loan for. Just opening a craft beer. I can't just go to the Mr. Human Bank. Torch was denied a bank loan. I might remind you. Right. I can't just <laughs> go to a bank and say, hey, bro, I want to make a beer. Yeah. So uh, so what's funny is, uh, you know, we were at Divine Barrel a couple of recordings ago, and we, we had mentioned, like, hey, the days of serving your beer off of a piece of plywood from a warehouse are, right. like, over, right? Every one of these tap rooms that open is, like, exquisite, man. Yeah. It's about the experience, bro. Yeah. It's, they're all exquisite now. So the funding's there. Whether you get private funding, whether you get equity funding, whether you get business loans, it's always been there. Yeah. Uh, so It's not, though. It is. Yeah. It has not been there. Well, it this, has not. This article is not telling me anything new. It has always been hard for breweries to get loans like it is any startup company to get a loan. Um, what it, what uh, banks are willing to finance is equipment because... You know, at least if I get that's you, collateral. If, that's collateral. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, it's that's a secured debt right there. Yeah, but but that's all. That's about it that they will. Recipes finance. are not secured debt. So something I did think was funny on Recipes, this was uh, ingredients, tap rooms, everything. They, they were rejected the because sure. of uh, yeah. This the the namesake of the article. They were rejected because of the location. They were in a strip mall in a high populated, very popular area, which is kind of funny. It was like, yeah, bro, you got to go to a warehouse district somewhere. You can't just open up in a strip mall, man. Um, so maybe there's a lot of things on this, right? It makes, it makes a good story, but think about that for a second. So if you're in a strip mall, your chances for expansion are pretty minimal. Yeah. So your expand, your, your opportunity for increased revenue over time is smaller based on the original loan. Because you, you buy out the whole strip, the whole mall. strip mall or something. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of things that go behind this. Well, and I would say from a, a bank's perspective, just your ROI in general, is pretty minimal on something you can't expand on. Yep. So... Getting that real estate loan is going to be really difficult if they're not going to get their money back from it, if not more. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, Wells, you've been around this industry long enough, and you were just saying, like, it's always been hard for mm-hmm. me to go. Let's say that the four of us decided, fuck it, we're going to open a brewery <laughs> tomorrow. Because we're friends. We're friends. Yeah, we like each other. And and, uh, and there's four of us. Easy, easy. Let's not stretch this too far, Josh. <laughs> the, the Cotswold and South Park area are severely underserved, so let's put a brewery in the South Park Cotswold area. Why not? Because it's a great market. There's no warehouses around here, mind you. Right? Yep. This area is all strip malls and houses. If I've learned anything from this area, it's that we will just level your house and put the brewery here on the corner. Okay. All right. So let's say that we did that. Oh, wait. There's a school right next door to you. Yeah, there is. Kind of creepy, Josh. So let's say that we did that, Wells. Let's just, for shits and giggles, say we leveled my house and we put on this land that we have from nuts to bolts, we've got a fucking just big warehouse. And we go to the bank and say, hey, we want to, we want you to fund this construction for this brewery. How hard would I get laughed at? Pretty. But let's say that I just said, I want you to buy my equipment. Or le- loan me the money for my equipment. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've never had to apply for a small business loan for a brewing equipment before. And, okay. And to be this honest, I don't know how hard it is. But, I mean, what my experience is most people get their money to open from private sources. It's not until down the road that you have an actual bank well, involvement. or Well, I mean, until you have equity. Like, if you already have tanks... Then you know you can apply for a loan at that point and say, and by the way, I've got this this equity coming in because you know banks love stainless steel. That's something that if things go to hell, like, well, that's ours now. Right, could easily be repossessed. Yeah. Versus like Chris was just saying earlier, recipe can't be repossessed. Nope. Yep. Yeast strain can't be repossessed. Tap taproom construction, like oh, you put in all these new you know chairs and everything. Who cares? Yeah, so I mean, not worth anything, but we can sell aluminum yeah. and stainless steel. It's like tricking Especially out your Mustang days. or something with the the fancy trim. The insurance company doesn't insure that. Nope. No, I, I feel like the, this racing yeah. stripe here is pretty sharp. Uh, so it does make your stickers car that make my car faster. Yeah. Shit. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, the, 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 the loans are not, it's not free money, right? I think that's kind of the whole point of the article is, you know, there's, there's investment money to be found. Like you said, private, private funding, uh, are ways people getting around it, but, uh, banks are, are still tightening down, right? They, yeah. they want to make sure there's something they can recoup. I mean, if you think that we live in this world where because you're in it because of the spirit of beer and you just really enjoy it and it's all going to be happy feelings, like banks don't care about that. Right. Banks want to be able to ensure How that, do I get my money back? How do they get their money back yes. if you can't pay it? Because that's what it comes down to. I don't know you. You don't have a business. You want to start a brewery. Guess what? You better have something that's worth something to me. Otherwise, you get none of the things that's I have that's worth something to you. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But it could be worse. I mean, that's why a lot of Maybe. breweries just spend cash on things. Like. Yeah. So apparently there's a heat wave in Europe. Oh, God. We've heard about the they're running out of beer bottles in Germany. That, Don't that whiny happened. fucking Brits. Yeah. It's really not that hot. It's like over seventy five degrees, and they're like whining about it. So fucking seventy five here. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Why do, think, why do you think they come here in the summertime, bro? But if seventy five, but if you don't have air conditioning, or I'm sorry, not here. I'll sorry. Yes, this, a valid point. Air conditioning doesn't really exist there. The flat I stayed in didn't have air conditioning, and and suddenly it like cracks eighty. And, yeah. and no one has air conditioning because you haven't needed it until recently. Yeah. It's that one time in five years that you've actually you needed it. So everybody goes out and buys those window fans and, yep. you know, yep. you suffer through the week that it's hot. Yeah. But but what's happening now over there? Chris? So it's, it's pretty funny. This is just a, I thought it was a funny story. It's not like a really news item, but uh, the wasps. Wasps in Europe are getting drunk and terrorizing people. Are they flying drunk? They are flying drunk, so they're they're actually eating. So basically, the uh, the fruit, the, like the natural fruit that grows in Europe, is dying on the vine, basically, and fermenting, and they're eating that. Uh, but they're also dying on the vine. They're also yeah, they're just just been too hot. Too hot. It's just too hot. Rain. Yeah, it's just too hot. Uh, and, and they're also visiting beer gardens uh, and drinking beer because the water is like non-existent, and the fruit in their natural food sources are gone. So they're going to breweries. And they're drinking beer from the trash cans and empty receptacles and things like that. And they're terrorizing patrons because they're drunk wasps. It's pretty funny. Uh, there was a good line in the article. We scroll down a little bit. Drunk uh, wasps, a.k.a. South yeah. Brewery patrons. Uh, hey I was waiting, yeah, so, for, yeah, I was waiting so, for it. Uh, wasp, wasp can't handle the booze, so they get tanked up and fighty like lager louts. So they basically act like people. They get all tanked up and start fucking with people and stinging them. It's kind of funny. Start arguing about stupid things bros, like that yeah. song's better without saxophone in it. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Wrong. They're all better. They're all better drunks. without saxophone. Uh, uh, wasps. What are you gonna do, man? No, that's all. It's funny. We're gonna play a game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What's wow. the game? oh, this is the thing we weren't supposed to. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, is hopefully, like, you guys did not I actually did not read the thing. Here's all the articles. Josh is like, here's all the articles, but don't read this one. I'm like, why did you put it in there then? Told me. Why not, are you tempting me, bro? You told me not to click on something, and clicking on, on something would be extra work, so I abstained. Okay. Fair well, enough. that's okay. That fits Wells. All it was right. one less article for me to read. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That too. All right. So I want to play a guessing game. Huh. Yes. Out of the top twelve craft brewery states by production, <clears throat> so let's start off Vo- with volume or percentage. Uh, this would be by volume. Okay. So let's start off with number twelve. Out of the 50 states in the U.S., what do you guys think is the top? I think it would be easiest to start off with, like, number one. I don't no, because number one's actually kind of a surprise. Number 12. Uh, New York. Maryland. I mean, I don't know. It's like... Like, name 12 states. <clears throat> start there. Think about craft breweries. I was craft thinking breweries. Dogfish Head. There's probably one, one trick Delaware. army. Oh, Delaware, then. That's yeah. what I mean. Del- Delaware. And Delaware is not on this list. Okay, there you go. Okay. Texas. Texas is on this list. They check in at number eight at okay. one point two million. Yeah, that's million gonna be barrels. way high. Yeah. Uh, twelve. Uh, Michigan. Michigan's eleven. Yeah. Wow. Are you talking about Michigan craft beer or yeah. just beer in general? Craft beer. Indiana. Uh, Indiana is not on this list. Okay. Um, Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania. Here's the fun part. Oregon. Where do you guys think Pennsylvania lands on this list? High. Pretty high. Yeah. Very high. I don't know. I'm just guessing to get Pretty to number high. twelve. Well, you got Yingling. And they brew Sam Adams there. Okay. So yeah. So actually, Pennsylvania, believe it or not, is top technically five. number one. Oh, okay. Really? All right. Oh, cool. Shit. Out of all yeah. uh, all of these, they are number one on the list. Hell yeah. Three point seven million barrels of beer produced in that state. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> God, I started a thing and I should not have started a thing. Plus victory too. I mean, they're right. they're No, there's a lot of Charlotte. No, that's a Charlotte brewery, dude. <laughs> Charlotte brewery, dude. All right. So where do you guys think North Carolina lands on this list? Seven. What are we t- where you said you had to twelve there? Ten. There's twelve total. Ten. I'd say we're definitely in so the top. seven. Ten, ten. Twelve. I would say one dollar. Eight. <laughs> You're a dead on at seven. I swear to God, I didn't read this article. It is 1.2 million barrels. Woo! Nice. Believe it or not, number 12 is Minnesota. Uh, I, I, I'm guessing I, because of Surly. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I, I, who knows, yeah. Yeah, but they are technically number 12. Uh, so the ones we haven't talked about, I did hear Chris mention Oregon. Oregon's number 9. Number 10, Wisconsin. That one blew my fucking mind. Uh, Not really, because um, you got to figure Mil- is one of uh, the Glarus, larger yeah. craft breweries of the country. In, in, yeah, but they're the only Wisconsin. Miller, dude. Oh no, you're talking craft beer. Yeah, yeah. craft yeah. beer. So what else would be considered craft? And there's Wisconsin? a they've got a lot of them up there because you got to remember up in uh, up per in Wisconsin, capita consumption in Wisconsin, it snows high. a lot. Uh, Surly's up there. I think it was Minnesota. Holy lord! Yeah, yeah there's only right. like two things to do in Wisconsin in the wintertime, and that's drink and fuck. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm already doing one of those right now. So, <laughs> so New York, of course, is on this list at number six. Ohio is number five. Florida is number four. Colorado is number three. California is numero duo. I would like based on that. I would have picked California as one, but then with the Pennsylvania thing, that makes sense. That makes sense. Makes right. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you think about it. Technically, Sam and uh, <clears throat> Yingling are still technically considered craft breweries, and they make a shit ton of beer. Yep. And then North Carolina was high because of New Belgium and Sierra, Sierra Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, Sierra Sierra Nevada. Nevada. Oscar yeah. Blues. Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues, yeah, they're pumping out a lot. Magic Hat. <laughs> Magic Hat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's a callback from way back in the day. Nobody but Craig gets that joke now. Yeah. Because exactly. he's the only one that's way back there listening. <laughs> right. Listening to those old uh, ass episodes. So I still got to say that was, was Magic Hat and New Belgium. Oh, and That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. Really was. I don't know. I just thought that was a fun little list. It's an interesting list. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know, I would have not expected Minnesota to be on there. Period. To be honest, no. Are you mean Wisconsin? Well, no, both. Minnesota was on there too. Yeah, Minnesota. Again, Surly. Surly puts out a lot. But then you think about like Missouri. Like Missouri's not on that list, and there's some damn good breweries. <sighs> you got O'Fallon For, and Urban Chestnut. So O'Fallon is, I think, that's technically Illinois number one. Oh, okay. Uh, Urban Chestnut is St. Louis, but I, I don't know how wide they reach. Um, and even um, Perennial, I, I think they're more artisan ales. Yeah, uh, actually, they are Perennial artisan ales. Yeah. So um, that was a weird look. No, it looked like your lamp was on fire, and then I realized it was your vaping that vape was uh, souping around. <laughs> well, or like, do you even vape, bro? As you'd mentioned earlier, Indiana vape is Lord. another one that actually three Floyds. I thought was. Three, three Floyds does a, does a lot, but they don't do a ton. What it, do a lot of it's, it's not the lack of Three Floyds that surprises me. It's everything else that's in Indiana, right? That I mean, between Upland and Sun King and those guys that you know that put out the beer that I have yet to one that I like, oh, Central State. Yeah, those guys. Um, there, there's I mean, there's a ton of beer there. Yeah, but not even big enough to make the top twelve. So there you go. Crazy, crazy. All right, we ready for break? Break well. All right, we'll be back in thirty. Tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to patreon.com slash craftbeercast is what we're going to do first. Yeah, I, by all means, please, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Um, support us. Maybe yeah. you like what we do and you want to support us in some way. And maybe you're not in a, a market where you can send us beer. Maybe you're in North Carolina. Maybe you're in Charlotte. And you realize, hey, I can send them beer, but they get all the stuff here. Right. We don't, number one. You'd be surprised. Yeah. But, we don't um, all get out all the time. Yeah, don't send us any old hickory stuff, though, because we, we got Wells. For yeah. now. For now. For now, until he quits and goes someplace else. Um, 
but yeah, we've got folks from different places in the country that send us beer, and we really appreciate that. It's yeah. it's fun. We've actually got uh, one of those coming up here uh, on Buy No Buy, you know, and it, it's a beer from another market that we would never have had a chance to get otherwise. So uh, thank you to those of you guys uh, out there. You know who you are, Chuck and Clueless mainly, and Kevin too. Yeah, uh, and sometimes Scott. Yeah, we've got a lot of good listeners. Actually, support. Yeah, and then some that have kind of like let slide a little bit, but we don't. You know, so it's all good. But uh, we appreciate you guys. And yeah. Any, you know. any way you can help us helps us because obviously for those of you that have listened for the last five years, we don't have sponsors on the show, so you are our sponsors. Flat out. I'm sure you all check out when we start get to the end of the show and we yeah. start talking about, hey, you can find us on Grab Beer. And you're like, that's my cue. I could skip to my next podcast. Um, but yeah, we don't, uh, we, we don't tell you that uh, this is brought to you by, you know, bluewaffle.com where, you know, you can get uh, <laughs> meal plans sent to you. So I mean, uh, like, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I have thought about it numerous don't, times, but I'm not going to do that. I, I know how don't much you love the blue waffle. There, please don't go there. Oh, wow. No, I'm not saying blue waffle, but I'm saying like <laughs> I have thought about doing ads on the show for the last five years, but I, I feel like. We are too independent. Yeah, and, and we've, we've had opportunities where individuals have want to come alongside us and say, hey, look, we want to do this thing with you, but it means that we want to be able to do that. And we've always said, nope, we are going to maintain creative control. We're going to say what we want to say, good, bad, or otherwise, this is it. You know, so unfiltered. Do what we want to do, say what we want to say, lift how we want to lift, play how we want I mean, to play. I mean, we're not quite the Adams Family, but uh, Josh is like, what? Yeah, what? Hey, welcome to Buy No Buy uh, in show two, where we talk about the beer that we have been drinking for this show, and uh, whether we would buy it or not buy it, yes. straightforward, plain and simple. Uh, so the first beer up for tonight is, uh, actually, can you scroll over? Uh, Wells brought us an unlabeled can, which I, I wish- I brought you a short film. I, right? I wish I could say at this point, like, I've learned my lesson. When Wells comes in with an unlabeled canister of liquids, don't drink it. What? Because then you wake up in some weird place oh, and you can't on. walk and it's crazy. Uh, now, uh, missing hurts. a kidney. Yeah, right. I mean, like after both of them are gone, I can't figure out where you keep pulling kidneys from. But this is a, a it's Wells Point. It's a short film. But uh, this is Resident Culture's Industrial Lipstick. Wells, did you have something you wanted to uh, explain about said beer? You were the one that said, oh, don't worry, I got it. So I didn't look it up. Oh, no, I, I had it logged in the sheet. Oh, this yeah. is a sour ale. Um I, I, uh, <coughs> it's a fruited Berliner Weiss with, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still looking it up. That's right. Stuff and things. So meanwhile, in my, in my mind, as I'm looking at this beer and I'm tasting this beer, to me, it's like a sour, uh, New England IPA. It's a kettle sour with apricots and plums. It's just, but it's got that like super smooth, like New England IPA mouthfeel, not so much the hops, but just that like fruity, but it's a sour. Um, Good story. No lipstick for me. Um, I'm I'm gonna pass on this one. I think. No buy. Really, Chris? That surprised me. This reminded me a lot of Pink Robots, and you love Pink no. Robots. Yeah, it no. did. Um, I liked it. I, I'm buying it. I thought it was pretty good. Wells, clean as hell. Great fruit level. Easy drinking. Low ABV. I mean, that's all I ever really wanted a beer. So I'm definitely going to buy it. Josh. Jeff, it's not that you're just wrong. It's you're wrong and you're an asshole. That beer is fucking great. <laughs> All right. Well, let me. Well, I, I, I mean, Chris, you're dead on. That's that's fucking pink robots. It's. I don't. I'm not getting. I'm like I'm trying it again. I'm not getting the pink robots out but of it. But it's not getting it. It doesn't have as much lactobacillus as pink robots does. Fair. Yeah. Um. I don't yeah, know. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, you convinced me. Yeah. Like I, I'd buy. I'd buy a pint of this. Sure. Okay. There I think go. I got in my own head about this whole being like a New England IPA and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. whatever. Sometimes this is I, a, a damn good sour for what it is. It, well, it's smooth and it's not super acidic, yeah. which I know is going to be right in your Kettle realms. sour. Yep. Yeah, kettle yeah kettle and sour. that's that's where I have even, started to gravitate yeah. towards is kettle sours because I know what I'm going to get out of a kettle sour. It's not going to tear me up. All right, up next, um, one of the most recent entrants of the Birdsong Rotating IPA series uh, the Misty Mountain Hop IPA. How is it taking this long for them to come up with a beer with this name? Because there was the Misty Mountain Hop from Four Friends. 
that was a wet hop IPA. Uh, and Birdsong waited, I believe, four or five years to okay, okay, like okay. let the market kind of forget about that. Before All right, that does anybody sense. in this market remember Four Friends besides you and me? Maybe Josh. Yeah, I do. Troll, I, Troll Shores remembers. I think that's a very respectful move. So no, it, it is. It's it's nice of them to wait. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what it is uh, about this. It doesn't. Um, it isn't bad. It's not their best in their rotating series. What's the hop varietal in it again? Um, West Coast hops. It says yeah, West Coast. Doesn't really doesn't really spell it out. Uh, I'm just I'm, something about the body in this. I'm just not a fan of. Uh, so it's a no buy for me. But that being said, I've liked about half of what they put out in this series. This one is a no. <laughs> that Chris, was me. that was me, Wells, because uh, I thought it was pretty. Um, I like this beer. It's a it's a nice, clean, crisp, easy drinking IPA. What six and a half percent was it? Six point seven. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm buying it. Wells, it's not really my thing. Josh, not hazy enough for you, bro. No, it's not that. God Just damn, not my thing. Josh, where are you at? Uh, <clears throat> I, I like this one too. It's it's nice. It's clean. It's refreshing. It's not haze broy. It's not juice bomby. It's kind of just a normal West Coast IPA, which in this day and age sometimes exactly. gets hard to find. It's a novelty, <laughs> right? And so when places do it, and they do it fairly well, and this is a solid beer. And number two, the name to me is like, yeah, come exactly on. same over with the Misty yeah. Mountain. Come on, I mean that's yeah, one of the here. fucking greatest Zeppelin songs of all time. So <clears throat> when I saw this, uh, actually, I saw this uh, the week I got back from the Dominican. When I was in Common Market, I was like, I have to get this beer on name alone. Uh, but yeah, big buy for me. I enjoy it. Jeff, next beer. Uh, we haven't had anything from Bahala yet. Uh, yet. In a while. In a while. And uh, remind us where they're from. That's Estonia. The Estonia Brewery. Yes. Yeah, this uh, is the one Wells is so crazy about. We actually have another beer probably for the next show. Well, I'm not like crazy about them, but damn, for a uh, for fucking Estonia, this place is making some damn good beer. Uh-huh. Uh, this is their Coco Bjanger. That what? How do you pronounce it when the A's let's got the umlaut? Let's just call it Coco on, Banger. When the A's got the umlaut over Come on, it. let's just call it okay, Coco, Coco Banger. Banger. Imperial Stout with coffee and coconut. Uh, described on the back, it's a banging Imperial Stout brewed with coconut and Katura coffee from Costa Rica. Um, man, I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is a big, uh, big buy for me, Chris. Uh, same here. Uh, just complete, complete one eighty from the last show where we just had the two pastry stouts this is coconut and coffee i loved it boom buy all all day man buying this one wells what do you say you know that is the funny thing for a 12 and a half percent beer and it it drinks a lot smoother than like the 10 and a half that we had last show so yeah yeah it does um this is dangerous it's really good though so i'm a, a super big buy on this josh where are you at with this little super big buy so I know we've had these guys a few times. I still remember to this day being in London. I've kind of heard a little bit about them, but not much. Heard there was this brewery in Estonia that can make some really good beer occasionally. And every one of them I've had so far, I've been thoroughly impressed with. Like Same. This place is fucking amazing to me considering where they are. So let me ask a dumb question. Do they do, and I'm sure they do. Where is Estonia? Do they do anything other than porters and stouts? Because that's all we've really had of theirs. I I've, saw, I've, I've had I... a sati by them, but here's where I'm coming from. If I'm a, a brewery in Estonia and I'm going to be sending out things for export that could sit on shelves for God knows how long, I'm only going to be sending Imperial Stouts and things that can age. So that's, that's a smart right, move that's, on their that's part. Fair. However, to mm-hmm. counter that argument, in the beer store that I went to in London, they did have an IPA. Word. I didn't want to try it because of that argument. Who knows how old that was? I would much rather trust the stout instead. So very true. Yeah, uh, but they do make an IPA and they do make a couple of other things. I think I saw a brown. I believe an amber as well. But their stouts are just something else. They're amazing. All right, next beer. Up. Next beer up. Uh, <clears throat> so again, alluded to it a little bit ago. Thanks to the Clueless Brewer for sending us a beer that honestly. Um, so I'll talk real quick about Cycle Brewing. Um, there is it St. Augustine, St. Petersburg, St. Pe- St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, they Take are one Pete. of those that has been on the hype train. You're, if you ever see one of these beers at Bottle Share, make sure you try it. Uh, I've only had these beers at Bottle Share, so the fact that Clueless Brewer sent one of these uh, 
super high regard in my book. Um, then I met the guy and, and, you know, he almost lived up to his reputation. That all being said, uh, <clears throat> this is Rarer Dose uh, from Cycle Brewing. A their, I think it's their like one of their anniversary beers, but it's a rum barrel aged Imperial Stout. Uh, I believe it's uh, double barrel, like bourbon barrel and then rum barrel, uh, hence the dose. But again, cycle brewing stouts are hard to get a hold of as it is. Um, damn, this is good. It's a it's a little bit chesty, but uh, I would expect nothing less. I really enjoy this beer. Uh, thanks again, Bob, for uh, sending this. Appreciate it. Um, big buy for me. Chris? I like it. Um, not a big rum fan, but uh, I didn't get too much rum in this. It was chesty. It was more alcohol chesty than rummy chesty. Or maybe it was just good rum barrels. As opposed that, to... Yeah. Shitty rum barrels. Rum, rum chesty, alcohol chesty. Those are... Well, yeah, I'm very confused. Rum does, the rum the non-alcoholic rum chesty. Well, no. It, a 10% <laughs> beer can be chesty without being barrel treated. How okay, chesty yeah. do you like your beers, though? That's really what yeah. I need to know now. And yeah. we have a title. Yeah. Um, I'll buy it. It's good. Well, one wait in line for it. It's good though. Uh, aged in Pritchard's Distillery barrels from Tennessee. Tennessee. Wow. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, the rum capital of the world. Tennessee. Wop. Tennessee. Look, I, the rum in this kind of made me raise an eyebrow, but it's not like overly tropical fruity like some rum barrels present themselves to me. Not too much coconut or fruit punch. Uh, this was. It took a second to get adjusted, but once I was in the zone, I was absolutely digging this beer. So, super big buy. Josh. So, as I have started to journey more into the hard liquor side of things, uh, rum is one of those things I don't particularly enjoy. I don't know why. just doesn't really click with me. Because it's a fucking adolescent drink. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't like mojitos. I don't like rum and cokes. I, if I'm going to drink a hard alcohol at this point in my life, it's a scotch or a whiskey. Plain Same and simple. Here. Not buying a rum, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, this is really good, though, but it does have... I don't know. So here's my problem with rum, I think. It's always giving me this weird banana flavor, and I don't know why. And Never heard I that one before. Definitely get banana flavor off of this. Uh, it's still good, but that banana... And, and it could be... Two, my palate is wrecked from the final thing we had. Gonna wreck it. Don't wreck it. I'll have to buy this because I did enjoy it. And then we had the thing that we're about to talk about. And like my mind was blown. My expectations were blown. And holy shit. So, yeah, I'll give this a buy. But it does have this weird banana taste after that. You're a weird banana taste. You're a weird banana taste. All right. What's the final thing up that we drank, Jeff? So it's not a beer. Well, it was. It It was a beer. It was was a a beer at one time. And now it's actual whiskey. Yeah. This is the modifier. Go on. Chris, would you, yeah. would you like to explain, please? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Wells actually talked me into uh, taking a trip to a place called Doc Porter's Distillery, which is a distillery. Um, Wait, what? We have those? In Charlotte. Uh, they basically <coughs> had a beer. So there's a beer uh, by Wooden, Wooden Robot Wooden Brewing. Wobot? Wooden Wood Robot? Wooden Robot Brewing. Uh, it's called uh, Kill All Humans mm-hmm. Imperial Stout. Uh, and they basically took a batch of, or a batch, I don't know how much they... A portion. A portion. They took a portion of uh, this Imperial Stout and distilled it and aged it in oak barrels, made a whiskey. It's called Oak and Robot in homage. So they, t- they took the grain bill, basically, and... No, so, they, well, they actually took, took beer. the beer oh, and distilled the beer. it. They distilled yeah. oh, the beer. This is Kill All Humans Imperial Stout. They oh, distilled, distilled it. Oh, I thought it was the grain bill that they mm-hmm. No, they no, distilled the beer. the beer. Holy shit. And That's why there's always so much of it. In okay. oak barrels. So, okay, wow. So this is, uh, so uh, Wells was going to pick up a bottle, and I was like, I'll tag along. Yeah, I, this, because was, uh, this was post uh, Divine, Divine Barrel. So I don't, yeah, post Divine Barrel. And, and I really don't do, I'm not a big liquor drinker. I don't do a lot of liquor drinks, mixed drinks, things like that. Uh, but when a I do a vodka it's, drink it's and then typically, a liquor yeah. drink and then yeah, a whiskey drink no, no, a you drink. sing the songs that is, yeah, like about like the that. sad times um, but uh, I, I, I'm more interested in, in uh, like unique alcohol right. unique right? New York so unique, unique alcohol <laughs> um, so this is I, I would consider this unique right yes, this is uh, something that I've never seen a distilled beer before yeah um, and uh, I wanted to pick it up and I'm glad I did it's uh, it's, it's really it's really uh, interesting. So anyway, this is bottle forty-three of one hundred and forty-eight total. Oh, we wow. had one hundred and forty-eight okay. bottles. So, uh, in in contrast Hun- to how this works, uh, how many bottles total? One hundred forty-eight. One forty-eight. 
And I have two of them. Um, and when we were at Dang. Doc Porter's, we were in line. There was quite a line to get these bottles. Um, wait, 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 wait. Stop the press. I was only like five or six deep, but that's quite a line. Uh, for okay. Chris. I mean, it's, it's a Chris okay. line. All right. It, it All right. sold out just a couple people behind me. Yeah, but I was going to okay. buy two bottles, but there was only two bottles left behind me, so only about one. Ah. Because uh, oh, I, I felt like a dick. So nice. well, I didn't want to be Mother a dick. Teresa of beer buying. I know, but uh, so, we're, we're, so we're in there. How and, do you feel about that now? basically at Doc Porter's, they had four cases. And they had given six cases. There was only ten cases of the entire beer. They gave six cases to ABV or whatever. Uh, ABC. ABC. The basically the North Carolina yeah. distributors. So, it like probably bottle shops. You know, liquor stores got like one or two bottles. And it's probably total. still sitting there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a very very limited Get on the website. Um, but yep. again, like I said, I'm, I'm not a big hard liquor buyer. But when I buy something, I want it to be unique, and this is certainly hits that bill of unique. I mean, when you go to Japan, what do you typically drink? Their whiskey. Uh, of course you do. Yeah. Well, you're not sake. drinking their beer. You're drinking their whiskey. Yeah. So. Well, you should. <laughs> Japanese breweries make some good beer. Yeah, so, so, actually, so yeah. as a as a as a non uh, also as a non spirits drinker, what do you classify this as? Whiskey. Just whiskey. so. Why do you classify it as whiskey? Whiskey is anything that's distilled. It's basically whiskey. Okay. Um, bourbon would be aged in burnt oak barrels, which yep. this is not. I'm this is aged in just a straight a oak barrel. This is straight not a bourbon. Barrel. Straight okay. oak barrel. Aged in a straight oak barrel. Uh, whiskey with an E would be American and Irish. Whiskey with a, without an E is Scotch. Scotch, okay. Scotch whiskey. Okay. All, all Scotch is whiskey. All bourbon is whiskey. But not all. But not all. Whiskey is bourbon. Correct. And not all whiskey is Scotch. Scotch. Yeah. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. That kind of Gray thing. with an A yeah. is American. Gray with an E is English. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, this is just a whiskey. This is an American whiskey. So, Jeff, what do you think? Um, I'm not gonna lie. Like, so I don't know why I would lie. I feel like I got to say that I don't drink a lot of hard alcohol, but this is super interesting and super compelling. I would appreciate having a bottle of this if for no other reason than to share with my beer friends to be like. This is kill all the humans, but it's a whiskey. But it's a whiskey, <laughs> exactly. and, and I, like I've got, I, like I've got especially one friend in particular in mind, uh, who locally, you know, like he's the bourbon guy. Uh, or I share all my beer with him, and then every now and then he'll bring bourbon, and like I think he would love this. Yeah, just be, just on the idea alone. Yeah. Um. I still am not at a place where I drink a lot of hard alcohol and enjoy it. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get there, but I just, I haven't found my sweet spot yet. Yeah. You like the bubbly on your tongue. You like the carbonation. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, but this is really damn good, and, and I would uh, definitely pick some up. Okay. So I'm going to buy. Chris? Um, no so buy. Okay. Well, so this was this was totally on a whim with, with you going to check it out with Wells, and I'm really glad I picked it up. Um, you know, from the from the actual taste perspective and what I think about it, uh, it's a little sweeter than most whiskeys. But when you think about distilling a beer, it's going to have kind of a sweet aftertaste or sweet. And and uh, I think the treatment in oak did this a lot of justice, and I really really like it. I'm, I'm a big fan of this. Um, I think probably the the biggest punchline of this is next time I need a bottle of bourbon. I'm probably gonna go by Doc Porter's and see what they have. Something I've been open up to. But you know what? Like that. Something I've been open. I've been exposed to Doc Porter's now because of something really cool that they did, and I probably never would have set foot inside that place. Well, remember that's bottle one. You yeah. can only buy three more for the year. So it's five now. Five is it five now? Five okay. now. Yeah. Because right. it used to, five, to be yeah. one bottle per person per year. Yeah. And they've increased that. Okay. All right. So you can get four more bottles. Yeah. Or I can just go to, to the say, ABC store and buy whatever I want. Yeah. Not, not to say that that is Doc Porter's mo in making this. But what a great corporate synergy. You know, I mean, like, how yeah. awesome is it that you went in with no expectations? You had this, I had this, and both of us are like, look, this isn't necessarily my jam, but I'd buy a bottle of that. Exactly. So, Wells, what do you well, think? I, I think this is the future. I mean, I really do. You want to talk about, like, the what? future is now. But it's like wine and spirits eating market share of, of craft beer. And my whole thing is, I can't wait to see more craft breweries say hey would you like to distill my beer you know i i want to see more of this unknown is doing like their own distilling of of their beer i i cannot wait to see what distilled ipa tastes like or what distilled imperial stout tastes like give me a flight of distilled beers and let me 
pick out the nuances. I yeah. am massively excited by this. Uh, this this is great. Look, I, I don't think I don't think it'll ever happen. But imagine a scenario where you go into a a brewery or a brewery distillery, and you get a flight, and they're like, you don't get to choose, but here are three or four of our beers, and here they are also distilled. That would be super compelling. I would I would yep. travel I would travel to go do that. Well, New Belgium, not New Belgium. God, I'm sorry. New Holland did distilled dragon's milk aged in virgin oak. They dumped the barrel, they dumped the whiskey barrels, refilled it with dragon's milk. Sure. So it's like double barrel dragon's milk. Uh, that was amazing. I'm talking about <laughs> this type so like to have so so like to to go and be able to have kill all the humans as a, as a taster and then have like you know a much smaller taster of this Doc Porter's sadly whiskey. that would be like a, a different permit no, I, no, I like I get it and again yeah, that's yeah. one of those reasons why it'll never ever ever actually happen but that would be super interesting even at like a bottle share yeah but you'd have to have enough. <laughs> situational beer where yeah. I mean like again the logistics of it are, are ridiculous but I have um, not been this excited by a, a bottle of liquor in a long time Josh where are you with this man so I am really kicking myself now for not going with you guys because you offered all of us to go and I was like eh, that sounds fun and then I was like ah, it's a little pricey I don't know that I want to spend that much money and I'm kicking myself now and I'm kind of hoping I can find this because this is fucking amazing. Like, holy shit. Uh, you know, as <clears throat> I've said earlier, I can drink bourbon. I can drink whiskey. I can drink scotch. Straight, neat. You know, occasionally I'll put a dash of water in it. But that is my kind of go-to when it comes to liquor anymore mm-hmm. is give me one of those three. And wow, this is fucking Wow. 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 <laughs> I can't wait for the next couple Damn of it, shows, Bobby. and hopefully this will uh, be a memory. Yeah, no, it will, I'm sure. But uh, holy shit, this is amazing. So, yeah, big buy for me. Uh, Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Let's talk about uh, what we've been drinking and what we would like to have a tap of. Now, I I beg to posit that the uh, Doc Porter's whiskey not available <laughs> mm-hmm. for kegging. Yeah, yeah. a sixtal of this. I think we should really just rule that one right. Yeah, out. I, I think yeah. so. Uh, not as any slight towards the beverage. Right. However, if you get a sixtal of this, y'all an alcoholic. Okay, <laughs> like I'm gonna throw it out there right now. Y'all, y'all damn might al- need some help. Damn alcoholic. Five point one six gallons of whiskey. What, what's wrong with that? Yeah, who Nothing. knew, right? Um, man, um, for me, what would I tap? What would I like to have on my uh, home kegerator? Um, pass. Come, come back to me. I, I need, to, I need to ponder. You need a moment. Yeah, I do. Because wow. uh, not, not in like a good way. Like I'm just. I mean, you bought a lot of stuff. I know, but I may do like a full pass. Um, okay. Which is crazy, right? That um, is. You're a weirdo, Chris. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, so uh, just so you know, we we're talking about a five gallon, six stool of, um, you know, whiskey here. You know, you can yeah. go to Sam's Club and buy a barrel of Jack Daniels. Yes. Like the entire barrel, yep. 31 gallons. Yep. Yep. Any idea what that costs? I don't like, want it. I'm just curious. It's like three grand. Yeah. It's like twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you can buy your own fucking barrel. Your barrel filled with full whiskey. of Jack Daniels from the place. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of neat. I mean, that's uh, why people rich right there. Like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I got a barrel of Jack Daniels. Let's let's party. Yeah. <laughs> um, Misty Mountain Hop. I like. Uh, I just really was refreshed to have just a clean, simple IPA, and I would put that on tap. Wells, I've been thinking about this. It to me, it was either between the cycle or the in- industrial lipstick, and just I'm gonna have to go with resident culture. I I, I could see myself bl- kicking that keg like super super quick, even considering it's such a little guy, like quicker than I probably could should whatever. So, Josh, where are you? Uh, the Estonia folk. They make a damn good beer, yes, and they make they a do. damn good stout. Coco Bianger. Yep. 
Coco Bianger is got to go. That's me, Jeff. All right, so you're back around to me. Are you um, abstaining? No, 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 no. Um, I I got to go with the cycle. There we go. I mean, I, it's just, it's that good. And regardless of where you land on, on rum barrels, I mean, I, pr- I appreciate rum barrel aged beer, but I'm not like a, a rum snob, so I don't really care that much. Um, I, just, I really liked it. Yeah, we were it, was, it was either that or the Piala. I would say we were all over the place on this one. Which, which you know, not uncommon. But, um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good show. All right, so we're, Lots of at, we're at the end of said show. Where are we at? Hey, it has a part where you can uh, move on to the next episode because you're going to hear me talk about craftbeercast.com. Find our old episodes. Hit us up at CBCast. I'm at Jeff Kissel. How about you, Chris? You can find me on the Twitters at NCChrisP and All the Wells. Where can we find All the Wells? On Instagram and Twitter at All the Wells. Sweet. Jerk. Convenient, isn't sure. it? <laughs> Where are you, Josh? Uh, you can <clears throat> find us on all kinds of things. Our subreddit, which Chris doesn't even talk about anymore, slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, I think Google Play allows you to maybe uh, tell a friend, tell somebody, hey, we're here, we <laughs> exist. They may allow you to tell people about us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they may. Uh, you know, you could bug Stitcher if that's your thing that you use. Maybe we'll get on there one day. Who knows? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. And beyond that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. See you.